One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and only a few hours left before the hex start killing characters off. <gasps> ah! Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by the whole of the Fate Marked Five. Say hi, everyone. I know I'm losing David, it. the crack in your voice oh, just then was marvellous. <laughs> that was so good. Is the, what's the name of that husky character that we had before? Oh, One of those three. Cade. Cade. I think it's Cade. Are we being DM'd by Cade tonight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he talks down like that. Yeah, he's going to be like, <laughs> okay. <tea> time. <laughs> I'd like to be DM'd by Cade. <laughs> <laughs> there's a double meaning in that I know that's I think there I was just it. the one meaning in that <laughs> <laughs> well right before I completely lose my voice then let's cue the theme tune oh god <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard characters swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades party split last episode i'm splitting the recap between the whole group it's the word whole every time whole. <laughs> are, you, are you doing this I'm I'm, doing is it just purpose. to save your voice i mean that's partly it as well <laughs> yeah. right go on handing it over hand it over someone else read this <clears throat> all right <laughs> gwendolyn and juno waited in deromanet house for kasula's return 
When she did finally arrive, Kasula confirmed the time of Timon's consortium tour before chatting in similes and metaphors about the party's dangerous plans. To aid in the task, Kasula gifted Gwendolyn with the Rose War Fan. <gasps> oh. I know, it's oh, shiny and exciting. It's so good. <laughs> oh yeah. Before heading out to the courtyard to practice with it. Juna, meanwhile, spoke with the house staff, namely Yara the cook and Kurt the footman, prying for details about Chargelt Hall. Both had differing ideas about the servants of the hall, but were in agreement that they were likely magically inclined. Kasula agreed to organise beds for the two of them, and whilst she did so, Juna, with Gwendolyn's help, used her cart of flowers to perform a divination ritual, <gasps> confirming that Pellegri was being held beneath Chargelt Hall. <laughs> it was so cool. Well done. You two have been so impressive already. <laughs> yeah, just as I thought there would be. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, there's wait more. For it, wait for because, it, then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, re- when David's... I'm just giving this to the listeners. When David sent this to me last night, I've had some realisations. I'm going to read this. <clears throat> Kasula reappeared, having changed into a blue robe, and worried about the danger, pried the pair for details, which they willingly divulged. She left afterwards, and Juna and Gwendolyn headed upstairs, where Kasula, back in her red robe, showed them to their prepared room. Oh. What? Oh my gosh. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, no. oh yeah. Oh, Have no. I slept? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm just going to sit over here bad. and sip my tea. Don't oh, mind. no. <laughs> who's the blue? Who's the, who, who is the blue robe? What are the theories? Oh. The faceless foot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. our theory. There's plenty of other arcanists or other people. There's definitely lots of people it could be, but there's a footman in the house. um, Go on. And also, who would want to know about stuff but the children of Havoc? So, and could the faceless footman be part of the children of Havoc? I've always thought the faceless footman. It makes sense. He's got the, or they've got the skills, uh, the sort of stuff that children of Havoc have. I know this is the recap and I'm detracting. This is the longest (laughs) recap we've ever done. We've never been split like this before. Oh no. It's been a traumatic. Never, never split the party ever again. Anyway, back on with the recap. Juna tried to contact the other members of the party with her last sending spell of the day, only for it to fail. Uh, mm-hmm. So where are you three? Well, meanwhile, <laughs> in the town hall archives... The signal dies. <laughs> <laughs> Photostone does not have coverage in this area. <laughs> <laughs> Gaius, Inkudu and Orin were rounded up by the Arcanists to interrogate them on their part in the summoning of an illusory dragon. They were teleported to the holding pens inside the consortium, where they were separated from their belongings, then each other and put into soundproof and magic-proof cells. <gasps> Orin had attempted to keep hold of his icebreaker's army knife, but was soon found out and had to hand it over, along with the homeward door key. In his cell, he got to work removing the toilet handle, trying to fashion it into an infused item. Gaius, on the opposite side of the room, 
kept his mind busy with images of dragon pornography and singing lusty songs <laughs> should any of the arcanists on guard be listening in to his thoughts. <laughs> Whilst in his cell, Enkidu kept a watchful eye on the guards and tried to decipher the workings and limitations of the cell he was in. Any attempt at magic was cut short, and even using his blood to mock symbols of sympathy led to no effect. <laughs> I mean, you really, really played into your classes, didn't you? In that, <laughs> yeah. in that episode. Yeah, we, we. <laughs> Blood magic, dragon porn, and toilet infusion. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet infusion. (laughs) Time passed until, in the early hours of the morning, Orin was taken from his cell and delivered to an interrogation room. There, he was faced with Klain Eervet and a dilemma. The documents he had stolen from the archive needed explaining. To avoid incriminating himself, they agreed for Klain to alter Orin's memories so that he believed they had been shoved into his bag by a stranger. Gaius was next to meet Klain, but was faced with a different problem. The Arcanist knew that Gaius had caused the chaos, and proof of a punishment was needed to be recorded. The solution was to mark Gaius on the butt cheek with a temporary (laughs) inhibitor hex that would allow him some access to magic, though hurt in the process. Oh, yeah. it bad, it bad. That that is real bad. Don't worry, it only lasts for twenty four hours, and we're not doing anything important for twenty four yeah. hours. So it's fine. Oh no. Yep. Yep. Finally, Enkidu's interrogation was a joyful affair, celebrating his tackling of the dragon. Before he left, Enkidu tried to talk about the threat that Manius and his possible consortium allies posed, but Klain was unfazed with how that might affect the plan. With their belongings returned, the trio were led out of the consortium, passing the monument grave of Adathal Chargelt as they did so. And that's where we pick it up. Uh, so, Juna and Gwendolyn, you're in the moment. You haven't been able to contact uh, the others. What are you doing? You going to bed? Are you having any moments of realisation? Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just was too busy listening to that story. I forgot that we were actually going to play after we were getting <laughs> <laughs> on, 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 call it game on there. the last episode. I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's oh, nice that's hearing nice. that. Nice to know what you got up to. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh, um, well, I, you, you, you couldn't get through to them at all. Not at all. It was, uh, it, it was, it was like they're not there to be uh, communicated with. Which is concerning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very concerning. You couldn't use messages when you were inside the Wingthrop. Yes, exactly. So, you think maybe they're in some place like that? Some place magical? They're, yeah, it feels like they're behind a magical barrier. Maybe they've already gone to the house. I doubt it. I, th- I think we, we need to find them, yes. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, we we can only go back to to where they were, or I, I, is is it worth us asking Kasula or, or Timon or or Quince where where in town could have this sort of magic barrier? I imagine there's quite a lot of places. We're in the capital city. It'd be like finding a needle in a haystack. Mm. At least we know all three of them are together. Much better than one of them being by themselves or something, like yesterday, today. 
God, it's been a day. Um, I don't know what to do other than to send Ruana out. She could... Maybe. I, d- I don't know what to do. <laughs> I literally don't know what to do. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that is... That is fine. Sometimes we just don't know what to do. I mean, you've used all of your resources for the day, haven't you, Gina? Not all of my resources, no, um, but most of them, yes. I don't know if there's anything that's useful that, that I could do magically other than turn myself into somebody else. Hang on a minute! <laughs> <laughs> it was Juno all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could turn. I've just had a thought, Juno, with you saying you could turn yourself. Me, me too, Gwen. <laughs> um, are we realising the same thing at the same time? I think we're realising the same thing at the same time. Um, I think we should just go check on Kasula. Quickly. Yes, Should let's go let's and check on Kasula. Ask a question. We go out of our door. We go across the corridor. I knock on the door. Uh, enter. Um, hi, <laughs> Kasula. I've just risen my voice, dear. It sounds <laughs> different. It's not Kasula. <laughs> kill her! Kill her! <laughs> Don't trust her. Uh, Everyone sounds different. Don't trust anyone. They're all the faces. <laughs> um, Kasula. Uh, what colour? What colour is she wearing? What colour is she wearing, David? Uh, she's in her red robe. Okay, good. Uh, you were wearing um. I like this this red robe. You were. Thank you. You were wearing a blue robe earlier for some reason. Why was that? I've not worn a blue robe, dear. I've been in this all evening. Okay. I think. Let me just go out to the corridor with June for a second, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Juno. So that that person we told everything to in yep. the yard. Wasn't Kasula, cause, cause... It wasn't Kasula. Nope. No. Um. How long has it been since they've left, Bebedee? Since the blue-robed Kasula left. Yeah, there's been like a, a a while, hasn't it? Yeah, probably about half an hour or so. Over <laughs> this point, <I'd> say. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we try and see if we can find anyone, or find out if anybody uh, has been in the in the house that that nobody knows or something? I don't. I don't know. Again, I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, I'll open the door again. Kazula. Yes. Um, I someone's fear... walking around looking like you. Yep. In the house, except with the blue robe, in, in the, the courtyard. courtyard. Right now. About half an hour ago. <laughs> ah, uh, Kazula is up and like instantly like marching her way through uh, through the corridors of the house, down the stairs, basically barging into every single room, having a quick scout. <laughs> Wendelin um, is like holding her hands to her head and just being like, "Oh my god, you're so stupid, Deli! How could you let this happen? This is so stupid." Juna, oh. Juna takes her by the shoulders and says, "You haven't done anything wrong. It was an accident. Like you need to get a grip." This, Gwendolyn, is tough love. And she okay. squeezes her shoulders and gives her guidance. Tough love guidance. <laughs> tough love. Okay. We, but we need, we, need to, we need to not be blaming and we need to not okay. be feeling sorry for ourselves. We need to solve this. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Just following uh, Kasula, marching around. Just for picture context, I imagine all of that is when, like, uh, um, Juna is, like, on top of a chest of drawers, I assume. 
What's squeezing on the shoulders? As Gwendolyn's yeah. just like yeah. having like just a, a panic attack, basically, and then yeah. Juno's having to climb up onto some drawers just to calm her down. Yeah, yeah. And she's holding her quite tight to uh, suppress her nervous system. <laughs> sure. Um, no, yeah. Kasula's a hurried search of the of the entire house, um, questioning every single person that she comes across, and like really looking at them and talking to them to see if there's any small reaction. Gwendolyn, you're, you've kind of been a bit aware of like further decorum training, um, and what Kasula is doing is kind of in line with some of that. There's like she clearly has spent time clocking the small ticks and the small reactions of everybody around her and this very quick fire check of the entire inhabitants of the house um it's quite impressive mm. but she, do, we, um, do we trust that she can tell the difference between if it's really someone and it's not she quite confidently is doing so are, are we following round and see? Can, can we please follow round and yes. see everyone that she's talking to? Yeah, um, and even <laughs> she even treats Quince the same way that she treats like every other uh, like sort of house that like walks straight up to him, throws his paper out of his hand, questions him for a little bit, sort of nods, gives the paper back, walks off, and she's being very blunt with every single person just to see reactions, and then eventually that she gets down to the kitchen, uh, down to Yara, checks her, seems to be unconcerned then says has anybody left and Yara nods and goes yeah a uh, couple of the, the staff left uh, earlier um, uh, Kurt I think was the last to leave that Kurt um, but he, he'd be home by now so when did he leave about a uh, half hour ago that's who you met one of the people you spoke to earlier Juna yes how long has he worked here Kurt about two years now you notice anything strange about him today? Well, I mean, I was surprised he was in. It was supposed to be his day off, but he came in anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I never turned down the help, so... Um, but, yeah. And uh, he works as a... Uh, footman of sorts, like a, a houseboy. Um, yeah. He does all, all sorts. Like He does serving, he does... Um, uh, it does a bit of cleaning here and there. Murder. Yeah. Gwendolyn's just like breathing murder, murder. As, as calmly as she can oh, and trying no. to remember Juna's get a grip. Mm. Why well, has he done something right bad? Has he done something wrong? Mm. Run a strict. I don't. I, I, I'll let the others know and we can get him gone if that's if he's if he's caused trouble. I, I I wouldn't say he's caused trouble, but I think when he comes in, it's very important that Kasula knows instantly. And I don't think the person that was actually in today was actually your Kurt. No, it was Kurt. I saw him. I spoke with him. It was Kurt. Are you sure? Is there anything that possibly gave him? If he wasn't meant to be here today, then 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 I I think I think he's was potentially the sort of person that can beat other people. We came across somebody in another town known as the Faceless Footman who could be different people, and if somebody's been in this house who can impersonate very well two different people in this household, I I just I can't help but think it might be them. You're saying that wasn't Kurt? Yes, that is exactly what she's saying. Oh. That gives me the shivers, that does. Mm, me too. I'm sorry, Kasula, I didn't even realise it wasn't you until just now. She kind of nods and says, It's been a long day. It's been a very long day. I mean, this is, a, this is an absolute stab in the dark, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there any, like, 
curt-looking tracks going out of the door. <laughs> like, I just feel like I would never forgive myself. Um, if we make uh, back make an investigation end. check. Yeah. Sort of out back, like sort of back um, into the back street. June is multi-classing into Ranger. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Kurt's got boots that have his like name on the sole. <laughs> Kurt was ear, or a tag in the in the street that's just FF. <laughs> it's an eighteen. It's an eighteen. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so get them, boys. Whilst there aren't like <laughs> footprints that like you can recognise as being his in any way, um, as you do get towards like the back gate and the entrance for the uh, the carts to come into that sort of smaller back courtyard. The blue robe has just been thrown beside the gate outside. It's just on the floor. Well, anything in the pockets? Uh, nothing, nothing in the pockets. It it looks like um, uh, you get the impression it was basically grabbed from a wardrobe, sort of thrown on to help with the disguise, and has just been discarded, sort of smuggled out and dropped. Um, when the faceless footman, who we're assuming this is, changes... Mm. Um, do they take on the smell of the person that they're taking on or do they keep their original smell? Mm. I don't think you've ever checked before, so you wouldn't know. That's such a jammy dungeon master question. (laughs) I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to see if it works. Mm -hmm. Um, if I change Ruana into a different animal, I can do that instantly or do I have to do the ritual to do that? You have to do the ritual. Okay. In that case. I think it might be. I'm going to do that. Sniffer owl? You what? Sniffer owl. Well, no, I, I, I thought if I turned Ruana into a dog. <laughs> yeah, basset owl. No, it's like, yeah, basset like, owl, great yeah. shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. June is going to sort of kind of start freaking out her own way and just like grabbing all the lavender and like uh, like weeding some of the roots that were left in the courtyard and just sort of burning <laughs> up a fire. Um, and like clinging onto the robe. So that's what she will be sort of doing. Mm-hmm. It takes, I think it takes an hour. So it's, it's not going to be quick. Yeah. Uh, can you make a an investigation check or a perception check with dog stats then? With dog stats. Dog stats. Please let this work just for the flavour. <laughs> During this like kind of ritual, obviously, uh, Gwendolyn's been kind of trying to keep calm and stuff, um, but she will ask Kasula mm. about does she know places that couldn't be um, messaged during this kind of hour, uh, saying that our friends are uncontactable uncont- and if she has any thoughts as to where we might be able to find them. Um, she nods. She says there are, there are uh, a number of, of places that could uh, prevent some magic like that. Again, I don't know um, as much of the arcane as I, I wish I could, but uh, uh, my understanding is that there are... Uh, pretty standard abjuration-y type protection spells that can prevent someone. One obvious place would be the holding pens of the consortium. Um, the consortium itself is, is largely protected in this way. I understand it to be. Right. That, and makes sense, potentially, mm. having wing thrups in the consortium. Thank you, Kasula, for that information. Of course. Um, I'm going to set up a, a small perimeter for the for the for the building. Um, if you could assist me with um, setting up each in the room, uh, you've been trained in that. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, uh, each individual room, and I'll do the whole building. Okay, Gwendolyn gets to work, and they so yeah, <laughs> lots of wires coming out from the two yeah. of you. <laughs> Security wires everywhere. Yeah, um, Juna, what did you get? Meanwhile, our natural twenty. <laughs> Yay! 
Lovely. Um, so we get to even if it doesn't work, we'll get to know if this does work. Yes. <laughs> so true. So yeah, yeah Ruana, Ruana, Ruana is uh, Ruana is back as a detective dog. <laughs> Love it. Detective dog. Detective, detective dog, dog. Ruana starts sniffing at the robe. Starts sniffing around um, the location that you found it, and there is some confusion from her. Um, she can definitely. It definitely draws her, like, sort of the, the prominent uh, smell draws her to Kasula every time, almost consistently, almost interrupting Kasula trying to set up security. Um, but, like, the prominent smell keeps drawing her back there. There is, like, a slight other smell that leads further down the street, but she loses that pretty quickly, unfortunately. Okay. Well, it was worth a try. Mm. Absolutely. And, and maybe now... Oh, no, I'm not there. Oh, I'm back. Who knows? <laughs> oh no no yeah 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 You're in my head kind of like in and out of the house yeah June yeah June is like come back to come back to you yeah and she's saying I'm, to you I'm too, at sorry. least sorry I'm just as butter brained as uh, Gwendolyn right now um, <laughs> well uh, perhaps though now Ruana has at least a bit of that scent she might be able to pick it up elsewhere yeah she might recognise other places yeah. Is there is there anything else that you can do? You're anything a else? good girl, Ruana. You <laughs> are a good girl. You're such a good girl. <laughs> anything yeah Gwendolyn stroking uh, probably stroking even almost a little bit too hard but trying to, <laughs> to have a therapy dog at this moment um Ruana's playing the part as well it's Ruana like snuggling in it. yeah trying yeah. to be calm yeah, yeah, and just yeah, sort yeah. of taking it yeah okay yeah okay <laughs> this is this is great actually um I wish Ruana was a dog more often I love it I was once a powerful <laughs> druid I know right <laughs> I was once the witch in the woods <laughs> feared by all stronger than the foundations of the earth <laughs> <laughs> who's a good girl and I say your life! <laughs> You're a doggo now, yeah. <laughs> Gwendolyn um, takes one of the cakes that she's got, she's just been holding onto them in various pockets and stuff, and gives, uh, feeds Rowana like a nice crumbled bit of cake. Can I ask what flavour cake? Um, I've decided, because I think they're like fairy cakes, so they each have different things, um, like a little bit of lemon, a little mm. bit of strawberry, and then maybe like different colour icing on top. Cool, as long as it's not chocolate cake. It's then. not chocolate, it's yeah. not chocolate. <laughs> and she'd pick I any bit. like, and Ruana pops out of existence. David, you can't do that to Ruana me as well. Ruana dies. Ruana dies. <laughs> yeah, the, the ones that like, you know, would have like um like a gummy bear on top and stuff like that. The ones you have when oh, you're kids. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very cake. I love it. Um, so what did the two of you do for the rest of the evening and the rest of the night? Because you do not hear back from the boys until the early, early hours of the morning. Okay, so obviously, the... like, I share with Juna that there's possible they're mm. in prison, but they could be anywhere. Um, and honestly, I need to go to sleep. I, I think so too. I'd... There's not really much more we can do, is there? The only thing we can do is make sure we're well rested as well as we can be. And, I t- and also, once I'm rested, I can try them again. And we'll um we'll trust them. We'll we'll trust that they've got this handled. Then I can tell them just how much I've messed up. It's not messing up, Gwendolyn. It is fate, and fate isn't always good, is it? No. Light, light and dark. <laughs> she says, her voice quivering. <laughs> K 
catchphrase of the day. <laughs> I'm not flying, I'm falling with style. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some sleep. So yeah, the two of you do rest. You do fall asleep. Um as much as you can. You you lie there <laughs> awake <laughs> for a long period. Yeah. Uh, before eventually drifting off just through exhaustion. Uh David, just a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were in the cells, I did I did say that guy was asleep. Yeah. Would that constitute as a long rest? Oh yes. yeah. So we uh, I will yes, say, boy. yeah, through all of the events. <laughs> Through all of the events, uh, everybody has now had a long rest. Oh, um, thank God. Oh, before we go to bed, can I just retcon yeah. as this was this was going to happen? And I feel like Juna would like gather herself enough. Um, before they go to bed, Juna would like to tattoo Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. To help me fall asleep. To help me fall <laughs> asleep. Distract me. Have a good Distract night tattoo. Pain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just because we were planning on doing that. Oh, yeah. We? So I love we that. Might right. Well so that. We've, uh, we might just let a mass murderer uh, in on our plans. Um, mm. Give us your arm then. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, there's, nothing, there's nothing more we can do tonight. And Juna thinks, well, at least if she uh, emblazons Gwen with some sort of extra magic, that might help them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she is going to tattoo Gwendolyn, casting ceremony, which David and I have sort of. We've chatted about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chatted about. So uh, using the unearthed arcana, like added extra, which means that you can Mm. basically give up a spell slot in addition to the spell slot. It's a level one spell. So you give up the spell slot of the spell that you are giving to another person and they basically take that spell slot off you. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it's like one, one spell slot for ceremony, the actual like transference of the power. Uh, and then, again, to step away even from the Unearthed Arcana, we're going to say that the person that's been tattooed has 24 hours to use that spell that's been given to them. Mm. And when they use it, that's when Juna's second level one spell slot gets used. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it happens at the point of casting, but it, yeah, it sort of channels from Juna through the person with the tattoo. Mm. Interesting. Does that mean then it could be it could be any first level spell? Yeah, it's like gifting someone a spell essentially. Exactly, a one time so use so spell. So I can it, she can she can choose when she casts it what level one spell, or do I need to choose now which level one spell it's going to be? Uh, I think Juna has to choose when she puts the tattoo on someone. That's what I expected. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like one final, like at least something that she can do. <laughs> <laughs> like some act of control in this something, situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing so, stuff. So, yeah, what does the tattoo look like? So um, it's going to depend. She's going to give Gwendolyn the choice whether she would like to be able to cure wounds or sling a chromatic orb tomorrow. What, what she would like. The other two are not hugely useful because one's ceremony and one is uh find familiar (laughs) or she i mean she could have a cantrip as well but i feel like they're much more useful spells given what we might be doing tomorrow especially now the faceless footman might be involved i think cure wounds there's nothing worse than feeling helpless when your friends are injured and i can get to people quite quickly so seems like a good use of my skills so in that case juna gets out her tattoo kit that she bought um and uh she starts doing sort of little uh green herbs like the type of herbs that heal you and it sort of looks like um 
like yeah, a little ring of like sort of, I guess like sage, rosemary, mm, nice. like nettles, very mm-hmm. healing kind of herbs, like a little. Can I have wreath. it like down my wrist under my other two? Because my other two tattoos are in circles anyway, so it's just oh, like lovely. I've almost got like buttons going down the inside of my <laughs> arm. Yes. Love it. So yeah, Great. that's that's the last thing that they do before they go to bed. Amazing. We're gonna look so badass. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have so many cool tattoos. We'll be like Hell's Angels. <laughs> do they do they disappear when they cast or what happens to them? They disappear when they're cast. Ah, ah interesting. Ah. It's like a temporary tattoo. Yeah. It's like a yeah, a stick the on except you have to use it with a needle. Says the person too scared to get tattoos. <laughs> so, yeah, the two of you fall into an uneasy sleep at about, yeah, three or four in the morning, early hours. Uh, the Abraca lad lads are let out of the consortium. <laughs> Man. Uh, what are the three of you doing? Are you heading back to Deruminate House? Are you heading somewhere else? <laughs> Dirty little stuff heads. <laughs> shame, Abraka lad Walk of shame, walk of shame. 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 Yeah. Guys, I'm gonna suggest we like uh rendezvous back with the um with the gang. Yeah, that's best. And, uh, they should know. See what the situation is. Yeah, see what the situation is. Um hopefully they were asleep and had a more productive day than we did. Where would they have gone to sleep? What would they have gone back to the oh, wait tavern? They slept at or... d- well. We don't know, but they no. Slept at this is Oren asking where have oh. they gone to sleep. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, okay. We Sorry. we told you where we were going, and we checked out, and I think Gwendolyn had said okay. Try and get us somewhere to sleep there for the night. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, um, in which case the voice in my head is telling me they might have gone to the <laughs> <Rome now. laughs> All right. <laughs> Do we want to like stake out the hall as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've not actually seen it i mean now we're up and about um i guess what time are we going in we don't really know do we we don't know we never really confirmed it um oh no we know nothing <laughs> we know jack um okay, let's, so go, let's go back to gwen because i feel like gwen knows the answers <laughs> i'm just I'm really sorry i'm just getting a map up of fullness veil so i can check our geography we're in arkenwell the house yes. is in newford i thought we right. were you're in... actually not crazy the veil no you're um no you're in arkenwell at the okay. consortium yeah it's... i mean <laughs> the town hall had been in yeah, the veil we oh, right, then we yeah. would then you we would were teleport across town arkenwell. arkenwell yeah okay yeah. okay well we could head to newford and drop them a line and let them know where we are um yeah sure Oh, do we do we pass Chargout House, uh, Chargout House on the way? No, that's what I mean. Go to, go to Chargout Hall. Yeah, they're probably going to be worried about us as well, so we should probably be quick because they'll want to know that we're safe. Uh yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Orin looks around. It looks like it's like four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can send them a note, but I don't know what happens if they're asleep when they get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably not going to be able to read it, buddy. Yeah. Not unless you can do it, like, within their eyelids. Yeah. I mean, that's my worry. I'm not going to lie. That's my worry now. That's terrifying. <laughs> that does, Daryl, yeah, sound terrifying. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the words in your eyelids as you sleep. Maybe. Look. Maybe not, then. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we have a quick check out of the hall and then head to the Romanette house. Yeah, sure. Hopefully we'll have enough time to catch up with each other in the morning. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it it doesn't actually take you too long to get over to Chargill Hall. 
basically you, you basically have to make your way right the way around the buildings of the consortium uh, and then down a few side streets and yeah it probably takes about half an hour all told if that um, to find yourself in Newford Park and then to Chargill Hall there are no lights on um, as you approach at this time of night there's um, doesn't seem to be any movement inside um, there are quite a few sort of bushes and trees and things around the space that you think might be good little hiding spots if you didn't want to be seen too much mm-hmm. um, but as for people even at this time of the day you get the impression that there are like the, the there's the occasional person walking through you get the impression that they're like an early morning um, workman a laborer mm-hmm. getting to their workplaces to kick things off before customers arrive mm-hmm. even at this time of day so yeah there's the odd person a woman in athleisure listening to a podcast exactly yeah <laughs> there's uh, there's you know there's the one She's or two uh, nice people who clearly have been still up since the night before as well having yeah, a drink yeah. and that that stuff having a good time but yeah cool it's you know it's it's pretty sparse but there's still people around even now any skulkers criminal contacty like people in like alleys and stuff is it in like a wider uh, is it in like in a secluded kind of like pocket of a like, of a street no no target hall is in the center of the park right okay so it's um it's basically yeah just parkland around it it's quite open fields trees there are paths and yeah. like i say there are you know bushier bits to mm. hide in but yeah this isn't yeah necessarily so, like the criminals would hang out because it's right near yeah, a, it's <laughs> an official space. Presence. Yeah, so. Exactly. David, just checking as well. Are there any tall mm. buildings that are near the wall? Uh, no. Okay. It's basically the wall. Um, there's not even any trees uh, near the wall. <sighs> and then the building itself is probably yeah, about 60 feet from the edge of... It's like 60 feet of garden before you even reach Chargelt Hall itself. Tiny. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Are we, are we good guys? Should we... Um... Head back and see if we can find the girls. Is there anything that you particularly wanted to check out and can you do or um No, um I think I think basic things are security detail, foot traffic, what the approach would be like going up to the place and areas of entry other than the front door. So um you said it's in the middle of the park, right? Yeah. So there are no walls either side of the building. So there's it's one um, one wall right the way around the outside, uh-huh. like a like a big perimeter. Yeah. Uh, there is one entrance through that wall, which, as the others um, will have explained to you, sort of as you go through it, is magically protected. Sixty feet of garden within the perimeter from the wall to the actual building of the house itself. Sixty foot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's a bit like Graceland. Yeah. Mm. And somewhere in, in there's the lion statue as well, isn't there? Is that yeah, exactly. in between in, the building and the, the gate? In, basically in the centre of that garden. Yeah, on the main path down from the, the entryway, the archway to the building. And, is, and there is, there's no other side gate. <laughs> there's no like... Nope. Nope. There's actually no other view of the house beyond this archway. Wow. So there's an archway, a ward perimeter, a warded door in the house but we can see the house from beyond that so we can see yeah, from- through, yeah through the archway basically the archway has mm-hmm. no gate on it yeah. it's just an open archway the only thing stopping people from getting in is this magical force field mm. Bloody so Monica. people can look at the house yeah but nobody can approach yeah okay gotcha and there's no there's no guards patrolling there's no like signs there's of life no need <laughs> no signs yeah. of life cool. there's no need 
How are we going to get in this place, guys? <laughs> well, I mean, we pop our pills and wander in through the front door. Yeah. So the anti-divination pills will stop us from being detected by the ward. That and the invisibility one, yeah. I imagine the ward would pick us up even if we were invisible, so we'd have to pop divination, anti-divination to get through the ward and invisibility to get past any personnel. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, um, I should have explained. Yes. <laughs> I had a look at the wall and that's how it works. Right. Okay, cool. Cool. Makes sense. Um, Akilu takes a mental note um, of what the place would look like. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think, I think we're good. We're going to have to okay. plan properly infiltration method. Okay. I'm going to look around, see if there's anyone else here in this park. I don't think we can, I don't really, think, really... I don't think we can find anything else, mate. We've literally... No, no, no. Just make sure no one's like watching us. Mm. You know what I mean? We make just a, walked out of a prison. A... That's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> make a perception check, I would say. Unless you want to give me an extra pair of eyes as I look around. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll um, give you an extra pair of eyes. Thank you. Um, that is 17. 17. Um, no, actually, you're quite happy that the people passing through are not specifically watching you. Um, like, obviously, some people are aware that you're kind of having a look in, but nobody takes heed. Everyone's kind of in their own zone of, like, getting to where it is they need to go. I imagine we do this just sort of well moving, like we're just sort of walking through the park the whole time, never mm-hmm. sort of stopping to be like, yeah, yeah. what's going on? It's just yeah. we're walking through the park and on the way. Yeah, exactly. We're looking and conversing and we're just walking from one side through to the other. That's kind of how I imagine it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right. Shall we go and find the abracolasses then? Let's go. Um, <laughs> David, on the way back, are there any bakeries that are just but, like like kicking off, like, you know, just like early morning bakers, any goods? Yeah, yeah, I will say, yeah, by the time you're sort of coming back round sort of the other side of the veil, getting toward Plumebridge, um, yeah, it's getting to around five, six in the morning. And some of those bakeries, like bus- like the streets are getting slightly busier and busier as people are making their way to work. And some of the bakeries are open. Um, serving sort of early breakfast customers. Um, guys, this one's on me. Uh, no, no, I, no, I, I, gen- I genuinely feel like I, I owe, you, I owe you guys, and like, my I, bad. I, I mean, you asked me for a pastry, and I didn't get you one. I mean, I was detained. no, but I, I cast a dragon inside the library, so I, I feel like I owe this one. I'll get some pastries and then some. Oh no, for the no, girls no, no, no! Well. I must insist. I mean, like, I almost got myself killed um, <laughs> on some like fool's errand, and like, you asked for a pastry and I couldn't get it. I should get you a pastry. No, I must insist. Okay then. <laughs> Don't twist my arm, but sure. I'll, have I'll get. You save, I'll get some. You save your pennies. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Um, I buy Gaius whatever pastry he desires. Um, yeah, and there's 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 a, a full selection of freshly made loaves of buns of um, of uh, sweeter sort of cinnamon treats as well. Ooh, yeah. um, so you've got your pick. You can spend as much or as little as you like. I buy a box. Oh, yeah. Let's get a selection. A, a box of how many? Um, <laughs> oh, stunning. Oh, a croissant, an almond croissant. Oh, stunning. Stunning. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> 
<laughs> with prosecco in it. <laughs> like a baker, like a baker's dozen. Baker's dozen, nice. Uh, so yeah, this kind of early morning baker's dozen will put you back to gold. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's definitely Krispy Kremes. I don't know, because like, they've just been yeah. freshly made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, their prices decrease during the day. They've got a business model uh, every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an episode of The Apprentice. Gwendolyn bought a, a, yeah. a, a baker's dozen <laughs> at the end of the day, and that was a whole gold. So oh. I was like, well, it's got to be more than that, hasn't it? Very good. <laughs> also, I make these numbers up as I go along, everyone. So. <laughs> what? what? Economics. You've not written yeah, out a whole Economy is all list? over the place. There's a whole pin board behind his monitor. Also, these have bought, been bought in Newford, and Newford, Newford is like yeah. well That's posh. true. Yeah. Well, and if you're coming round, it's like it's Newford, it's the Vale, it's oh. it's Wolfwood, Plumbridge, it's the tourist pastries. Yeah. Whereas Gwendolyn bought hers in like Red Walk. <laughs> no, no, not not Red Walk. Wherever the Feathers pillow was. I know. Exactly. You bought, bought yeah. them, this, so. this is some Paul's Bakery shit. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a Paul's. Oh my yeah. gosh. Hummingbird. <laughs> hummingbird. Yeah, this is, yeah. Ooh, yeah. This is hummingbird. Le They've got lots of random oh, cupcakes. Le pain Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. As we get further into December and the frosts get thicker, we are in full swing with all our various Christmas shows and productions. We have the wonderful Daryl Bailey as the alternate in Yippie Kaye at the King's Head in London. We also have Ben and Vicky on the road touring the south of England with A Christmas Carol, with music by Dave. David Knight and costumes by myself, Grace Kelly Miller. You can also still catch me at the vault in Waterloo in The Witches of Oz till the middle of January. You'll find all the ticket links you need in the show notes. As well as antics on the stage, the festive season comes with its own social calendar and commitments. So we're certainly starting to get a little bit busy here at No Small Roles HQ. With that in mind, this will be the last main campaign episode of 2022. But do not fear, dear listeners, we have a rather special treat that we will be sharing on the main feed. Last Christmas, we released a two-parter one-shot set in the Woden Isles on our Patreon. This will now be released on our main feed for all of you wonderful crumpets to enjoy. DM'd by the wonderful Ben Galpin and with guest player superfan Sam Oakes, it is a frosty frolic that we hope you will all enjoy. We'll be back with episode 67 in the new year and we cannot wait for you to hear how this story unfolds. But for now, if you'd like to show your appreciation for No Small Roles, you can leave us a review on places like iTunes and Podchaser. You can rate us on Spotify. And if you want to give us even more of a Christmas gift, then why not consider supporting us on Patreon? We have a fantastic array of special goodies that you can enjoy over there. But for now... On behalf of all of those involved with No Small Roles, I'd like to wish you all a very merry heart of springmas. Big love and big rolls to you all. Now, let's get you back to the episode. So yeah, you, um, you, you grab these beautiful pastries. 
And even though you spent a lot of money on them, they're, they're like a, a smaller size because, of course, they are. Um, they taste great, Thanks, though. Thanks, man. That's all right. <laughs> oh, cheap. Well, we've just, we've just established that they're rich. Uh, they're, they're posh pastries. So, yeah, of course, they're smaller. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, by the time you uh, arrive at De Romanet House, it's about half past six. Oh, edging on to seven. The sun is fully up. Um... Are you arriving at the front door, at the back door? No, we'll go around the back through the stables, our standard, through the back cool. approach, I think. What is just, what's everyone's passive perception? Oh, no, ah! don't do that. Um, I think it's like 11, no, it's 11. 12. Oh. Is Ag- Here's a question, actually. Is Aggie, what's happened to Aggie? <laughs> we didn't mention her at all, did we? Um, oh, what has Aggie been doing this whole time? Three lads on a night out with a mechanical goose in mechanical goose. Um, we'll Walking say... over the box of pastries. <laughs> Aggie was teleported with you, yeah. got depowered by the anti-magic stuff, was put in with your belongings, and so reactivated when you left the consortium. Okay, so Aggie's back with me. Aggie's with you, yeah. Her passive perception's 16. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay. My passive perception is 14. Nice. Um, so as you're all um, sort of approaching the, the, the back door of <laughs> the Romanet house... Aggie starts honking. Um, I don't know which of you is like heading in first. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be in first. I want to put these things down. Nice, wonderful. Um, so, can you make a dexterity saving throw, please? What? <laughs> <laughs> we just walked is this into Gwendolyn's alarm spell? I mean, what? No, this is this is Casula's alarm. Ooh, um, that is an eighteen. An eighteen. Oh, okay. No, that's all right. Um, so as you sort of step through the back gate of the sort of the cart entrance, um, your foot like pulls on a wire and instantly you're like, oh, this is a trap. (laughs) You throw yourself forward into like a massive roll as this like silvery wire whips across the courtyard, like basically like tangles your single foot as opposed to your entire body. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and like you can feel it almost like constricting the blood in your leg. Oh my gosh! It's like yeah, almost like a bowler, um, like having wrapped itself around you, uh, or at least just one foot because it it didn't catch you entirely. Oh my gosh! Uh, but you can hear uh, <laughs> like the ringing of a bell going off oh, inside the house. This day which... is going badly. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn and, and Juna wakes both of you up because you hear it very loudly coming from Kasula's room. Mm. Okay. Uh, Gwendolyn will have known about the setup, so mm-hmm. I suppose she's uh, like, would she, if she goes to Kasula's room, will she be able to find out where that's coming from, or would she kind of through have through having helped with the setup? No, to run outside. Uh, I'll say that you know. Cool. Yeah, that you know to outside, run outside. Cheers. Yeah, she's just like okay. June is gonna follow with uh, Bloodhound Rowana. <laughs> nice. And and Kasula is up and out in the same way, Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. Like the two of you, basically in your pajamas, like <laughs> don't even care. Like this is the this is the mission. Um, <laughs> but obviously, as soon as you like arrive outside, passing uh, Pip and Lord Crumpet, Aww. there are the others. You see, you see Enkidu <laughs> with his leg tied up, <laughs> and Aggie probably printing out a small bit of paper that says "caution alarm." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enkidu right. has like one hand, one finger on the wire, trying to burn it. We we'll press the digitation in the science small flame. <laughs> one hand, like with the with the pastries, and look up and say, "Uh, I at least brought." Breakfast. Uh. <laughs> 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 um. Oh no. Uh. Question. What? What is the name 
of my puppet cat. Uh, Gubbins. Okay, yeah, cut him down. Okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Kasula steps forward and starts like untying Enkidu's foot. I almost didn't remember that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Ruana gives him a sniff as well for good measure. Mm-hmm. Sniff the others. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, is this Ruana? Yes, it's new Ruana. I will give Ruana some scriptures. <laughs> Ruana is content that they smell like not the scent yeah. that she picked up mm-hmm. and lost. Gwendolyn is imitating Kasula with the kind of the way that she was focusing in on the people of Deromanet House mm-hmm. and uh, with both Gaius and Orin and then she does check in Kido again just for good measure. <laughs> nice. Is she satisfied that they are who they say they are, David? Yeah, um, make an insight check. Okay, thank you. I don't trust anybody anymore. This would be some serious deep fake if, like, we're playing versions of ourselves that aren't ourselves. ourselves. (laughs) Because I don't trust David. I don't trust any of you. I mean, to be honest, Ben, I've done it before. (laughs) This is true. Oh, yeah. This is what I like. I just like driving, turning up that paranoia within a party. (laughs) That's the best thing. That's the way to do it. That is a nine, David. (gasps) (laughs) No, no. There's something about Gaius. <laughs> this is when the Among Us, like, like uh, music just blows <laughs> Yeah, in. there's a trader <laughs> Yeah, like, Enkidu, you're pretty happy. Uh-huh. He's bought pastries. Right. He also passed my first test as well. Exactly. Um, Orin. Yeah, Orin's Orin. You know Orin. So, I don't know. But, uh, Gaius, Gaius, play me a song. <laughs> um, okay. I wouldn't ask him to play a song right in the mood that he's in from yesterday. Uh, Does yeah, that mean you, you can't sing anymore? Are you not who you are? What? I don't trust anybody right now. What are you saying? What has happened? Uh, something happened. Okay. He will pull down his loot dramatically. Take a few steps back. <laughs> I'm glad he's a loot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he pulls down, down a ukulele. <laughs> and will play his ballad of the dragons of the Song of Ice and Fire. Oh. Make it, make it <laughs> sweet love midair to all who can hear. Ah. <sighs> He's been playing this all night. Gwendolyn nods, satisfied that this probably is him <laughs> yeah, after yeah, yeah. all. Annoyingly effective. Put your scales on me, baby. Get it on, get it on. Because the night <laughs> is the night when to become one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when I when I get with a dragon. Uh, <laughs> damn! Nice. Once again, Grace is nice. a better ballad than uh, that's guys. Worse. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> um, yes, Kasula. I, I'm confident they are all who they say they are. Good. Um, she kind of re- takes the same wire, resets it up again, and then takes the box of pastries and walks into the house with it. What? Uh. <laughs> She deserves the pastries. It's yeah. She's welcome to them. I bought them for everyone. Th- um, thank you, Ingiti. What, what what has happened? What have we missed? <sighs> I think we should not discuss this in the courtyard. The last no. time we spoke about things in the courtyard, it did not end well. Oh, uh, okay. Come come up to Let's our room. Let's go inside. It's, yeah, it's come inside. There, yeah. We make the, take them up to our room where it's really cramped. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least that's close to where Kasula is, <laughs> and we tell them everything. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn is, uh, she's awkward about it, but she's not hiding a single thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Juna, Juna holds her hand the whole time she's explaining what's happened. That's quite the predicament. Okay, so so knowing this then, I guess like our timeline needs to be ramped up super fast. So. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be as ramped up as it was. Uh, 
I know what time they'll be leaving for the tour today. Um, they'll be what leaving time? at nine, and it's meant to be starting at nine thirty, approximately. Oh, so we need two hours from now. Uh, yeah, we need to make sure we're in position. Um, we need to get a move on. Yeah, yeah. I think we should maybe make our plan here before we could be, you know, overheard by. Yeah, potentially the faceless footman. Quickly, so you think it was the faceless footman? Who do we think the faceless footman is working for then? Children, Children of, Havoc. of Havoc, maybe. This yeah. is exactly what I I feared. Um, I know my methods were wrong. Uh, well, but this is exactly what I feared that as soon as rings disappeared, that the children would like start acting and moving. It certainly makes sense. That's yeah. who they were asking about, Pellegrini really... and our plan. Oh. So I'm assuming they're aiming to get them out. One thing we have in our favour is they don't have the techniques that we have with the bonbons. But did who you else? mention the bonbons? Not at all. No. Okay. Well, We're that's good. Compromised either way. Um, of course. Maybe they've already tried an attempt to get the get him out themselves. Yeah, it's impossible. Orin, can uh, can you make a small history check? Orin, me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not like I don't know who my cat is. That no, the me? other Orin. <laughs> yeah, the other Orin. A small history check. Do I have to roll yeah, a small? Well, I mean, just a, just a history. Yeah, exactly. The smallest d twenty you have, if you can. Without a flash, genius. Oh, oh, twenty five. Okay, that's good. <laughs> make it. A um, you have. There is a detail that pings out at you as you are discussing. As 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 uh, Gwendolyn says, you know they don't have the techniques that we have. We don't have the bonbons. Yeah. There is a small detail that you distinctly remember suddenly from the description of force wall and that is that if somebody is physically somebody else it allows them to pass oh no <laughs> if someone is physically someone else they can get through the wall so if they if the faceless footman is um i don't know the high circle or someone like that who has permission to get through the wall they can maybe just walk right through what how did you know that but 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 presumably so can we. If we are physically someone else, not just disguising yourself as someone. What about altering yourself? David, what about altering yourself? No, that, that only exaggerates. <laughs> <laughs> that only exaggerates the outside, unfortunately. Okay. It doesn't change who you are. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I don't think that would work. I thought it seemed too good to be true that you were also giving us a treat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, so they can get in, but will they try and get in before or Petrogranius is out? Maybe they're staking it out right now. Did you mention about the timing aspects to no. them? Okay, so that's more good news. Yes. So they don't know when we're planning on going in. They don't know how we're planning on going in. But they do know how to disable the lion, as uh, we do. And they do know um, where Pellegree is within the house. And they know that we're here, so they could be waiting for us to make open the way for them. Yes, I mean, yeah, we don't want them to track us if they they could be waiting. Ruana's kind of got the scent of them. It's not strong, but there's a chance that they might be able to pick things up. Okay. David, remind me, the bonbons, mm. how long does each of them last? So you get 10 minutes of the divination one, so the yep. anti-magic sensor, um, and you get an hour of invisibility. Um, and it okay. works um, from seeing the way it reacted with Klain, you know that it's more of a greater invisibility, invisibility, which means that you can do things whilst you're invisible. Amazing. You can cast spells, like because he was reading all of your minds whilst he remained invisible. Mm. Cool. Okay. Well, there is a potential then 
that if we're in the, these suites, this invisibility won't last for an hour. So maybe we can take that earlier before we're super near the house. And that might throw someone off our scent. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we could also... He says, looking at the dog. Uh, ...separate, but make sure that we're all taking them at the same time. And I know we're going to be invisible, so we won't be able to see each other, but maybe there's a, a meeting spot that we can kind of try and make sure... J- just to throw them off the scent if we've separated. We'd have to disguise our approach anyway. Guy, you have message, yes? Do you have to be able to see someone to message them? Do you have to... Cause do you, no, I don't know. How's it work? That's a good point. Do you have to know which direction they're in? If you're invisible, <laughs> you're going to know where they are. It says their general direction, the spell, doesn't okay. it? You point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message. It doesn't say you have to see have them. Have to see them. Cool. Fine. Does, okay. It just says toward a creature. So if, if you're not pointing <laughs> so in the so right if, direction. If we were in two teams, or one yeah. with Guy, one with myself, at least we might be able to... Um... Yeah. I um, After the events of the last 12 hours, I... Wonder if we should stick together for a bit. That is fair. I'm not saying that the three of us aren't hugely competent individuals, um, but uh, we'll tell you what happened later. Anyway. um, Um, Is it important for now? No, it's not important right now. Okay. Okay. Well, we're on a limited time. Yes, I was purely thinking for if anybody is watching us to throw them off the scent to be separate and then come back together. Um, Yeah, I just worry when we're all invisible, we're just going to... We're just going to get ourselves in trouble. We could just That's hold right. hands. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. I just love the idea of all of you, almost like a group of school children walking <laughs> along. It's like holding your oh. I also have been working on a new technique which might allow me to see where everyone is when they're invisible. By oh. my, I mean, should work. That's amazing. That can be up and running today. Yep. Cool. All right, let's do Great. it then. Uh, just me, though. So, um, and I mean, I can't message. So, um. do you want to? Hmm. If we're going to infiltrate together, do we want to have a formation where you are at the back, Orin, so you can keep chabs of everyone just in case you spot something going wrong, and then there's enough time to de- to kind of be flexible with our plan. Yeah. Sure. Also, Orin, do you want to stay close to either Guy or myself so that you can? you know, give us a poke or a squeeze and we'll say yes, Orin, and, and we can pass on the 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 command, so to speak. Yeah, that's a good chat. Yeah, I can whisper in your ear. It would certainly probably give us a bit more mobility if we were maybe in a two and a three, even though we're all staying together, but rather yeah. than holding hands as a five. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, we're getting practical. And especially the moment anybody wants to actually do anything with our hands, we're Mm-hmm. Certainly going to be. Oh yeah, that's true. Act- the people in the middle will be really stuffed with that one. Actually, the yeah. people on the end have got a bit more flexibility. Perhaps we need some some places that we're aiming for. For example, you know, we need to find somewhere in the park that we're like, okay, this is a safe place to become invisible. Then we need to know where we're heading as soon as we go through. I, I'm suggesting the lion disable it and hoping that that will then reveal some sort of underground place as happened with the Vondells, of course we don't know for sure if that would happen. Yeah. But we know that Pellegree's underground. What does the lion do? Remind me please. Uh kill us all if we don't turn it off. Uh like the dragon. <laughs> oh. von, the Vondells. It's exactly the same. Or it oh. goes very pale at the description of it being <laughs> like the dragon in the oh. Vondells. So why don't we do this yeah. then? Yeah. So once we go through the barrier, we go to the lion, deactivate the lion, go to the perimeter of the house if if nothing else 
happens for us to see like into an, a tunnel or a, or a folly. Mm-hmm. We go around the house once as a unit to see if there's anything that we perceive as being a better entrance point. Yeah, into the house itself. But we need to go down. That's what we know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. But like as as a general plan, like mm-hmm. barrier, yeah, good. around the house, then decide. Are we aiming to take Pellegrini out of there with us or? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure think... if we can. I don't. Mm. Again, what's the sweet treats? What's 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 the why? Why does he want to help us? Well, Juna has zone of truth and detect thoughts, so he doesn't have to be willing. I mean, we can try. We can try seeing if he's willing first. But if not, I will. I will make sure I have those things ready. We don't go. have the time to see if he's willing. I believe, I believe you do have six of each of the each of the bonbons as well. Oh, so Just we to could allow that could to like give play into one. any plans that you do have. Like yeah. whether or not that's for him or something else, but you know, I think I said that you had six of each. Can we only take one at a time as well? This is one question. No, you can no. take, take them both together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. Cool. But so I think what we need to do. I'm assuming, David, when we're in the park, do we have an idea of where there might be a good spot in the park where we could maybe turn invisible without sort of being? I'll say obvious? the three of you having yeah checked the in the early hours. Yeah, that you've decided on a couple of spots that aren't too far from the entrance, cool. but are still hidden enough. All right. So we can go to one of those spots we found, pop our invisible bonbons, invisibility bonbons. And then once we're right by the entrance, I think we need to leave it as late as possible before we yes. pop the other bonbon. Agreed. Yes. We're going to need it to get through the door, but then, then the, the clock is really ticking. Mm. We've got 10 minutes from when we pop that second bonbon. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. I think, we're, I think we've got a plan, guys. Have you got any way of um, perhaps... Have you got any tools, perhaps, Oren, that might tell us when that 10 minutes is up so we can keep track of it? Does Oren have a watch, basically? I don't know. We should have mechanical watches. Right? A watch is a thing. We've invented People ice. have watches. <laughs> 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 we should have invented a watch by now, right? Yeah, cl- I mean, clocks exist. Pocket watches exist. Yeah, but do we have one? You, yeah, there's a table that can take you, like... There's like an army of robots somewhere. But yeah, whether or not Orin or any of you have some kind of timekeeper on you. Quince have a pocket watch. Ask Sula if she has something, perhaps just so we're keep and then if you hold on to it, Orin seeing as you can see everyone. Um or perhaps somebody with message, just so we're definitely keeping an eye on the time because it could be very easy to lose track. Yeah, it's a good it's a very good thought. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we see if we can borrow a pocket watch. We also want to allow enough time to still be invisible as we're leaving to get a far yeah. further and Now, far that might away. be a bit of a problem because um, I don't know if we're going to be able to get through without the... After the 10 minutes is up. Then we need to get out before the 10 minutes is up. Oh, we are on a really tight schedule. We are on minutes. a really tight schedule. Yeah. This is why I say we don't have time to try and persuade him. We need to either get the information out or we need to take him out with us. We have no time. So I guess the options are, like, when we get there, it's like, okay, we don't have time to ask questions. Sorry, buddy. Like, yeah, like, Juna's got a brilliant idea with, like, cast the tech thoughts, da-da-da-da. If, like, then the last resort is, fine, we'll take you out. Here's a bomb bomb. As, as loath as, as am I to uh, suggest this, but I think detect thoughts would be quicker. It yeah, will, yeah, yeah. unless like, we find him yeah. unless... after nine minutes of looking. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, it's about speed as such. Um, so like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like, as a, like, as like a fallback to a fallback, um, 
Is there any other queries or anyone's got before we... What what do we need to be asking him before we yeah. go in there? That's, Very that's, important. That's, Let's that's make a really list important. of questions. Yes. Henge key. Yeah. Henge key. Okay. So Henge key, where is it? What does it do? Yeah. Yeah. Who is the leader of the chaos now? Well, it will still be him. I imagine it's an organisation that's able to run without him in charge. They just cause chaos, right? Maybe what the henges themselves actually do. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Not just the key. What does he plan to do with the key? Yeah. Where are the henges? Because we know where one is, but do we want to ask about the locations of them if there's time? How many there are? There should be one north of here, if I remember correctly, right? I'm still not entirely sure what they were using to power the Wingthrop's workshop wasn't a henge. Hmm in some way, that has been destroyed and utilised. And... Mm. I'd say the only one that you're aware of is the... The Tillisham one. Oh. The Tillisham one, yeah. I feel, I feel I like mean, we maybe yeah, been... I mean, t- as I... players, you know that there is one in Paladosa, yeah. but that, like, as characters, you've got no idea because that all happened in the Dwayne miniseries. Did I not read something in the library in Rost Hall about yeah. with the barrier marshes and stuff like that? Did I read anything in there? Oh. I thought that was the reason why the the conflicts on the borders were happening over uh, the orc are saying this is our land. Or maybe that's something that we've that put together as players. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, that's fine. Because I feel like the, yeah, or, or like the Witch the, of the Woods you, you are had aware said of some, that... Yeah, like, there are monuments around. You know that there are... You know that the Orcosians are arguing over something and you know that, uh, like, up north on the border. Mm. Uh, because, yeah, especially on the border, you've got, like, Orkosh trying to get in at the barrier marshes, but like because of the Ailish Dravain fight going mm. on, they can't get into their sacred land. But you don't I don't think you explicitly know that it's a, a henge. Okay. You you might have been able to put that together because of the, the connection that's sort of been mentioned a few times between the Orkosians and Henges. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think you explicitly know where one is. So the other thing is do we I I feel like our two arcane friends will want us to ask about his connection to Axissa and the Wingthrops. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Because that's their main concern, isn't it? Like, why is she getting involved with Pellegree? Like, why is he not just being taken to the holding cells in the... Yes. Yeah. You know about the holding cells? Story for another day. So, um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, what's his um, connection? Do we, do we want to ask, given what's happened last night, um, something along the lines of... Uh, are they in cahoots with the faceless footman? I mean, yes. we, we are oh. heavily assuming this, yeah. but uh, yeah. we want to be sure. Yeah, yes. Can, yes. Yeah. Does the faceless footman work for you? How many um, children of Havoc are there? Mm. <sighs> Loads. Good question. Very good and question. And how many are here? Here and if, beyond. If the faceless footman is a child of Havoc, you know, we met them in Rostov, yeah. so they could be everywhere. Yeah, they probably are. There's so many secret societies these days. It's like <laughs> tripping over each other. Um, okay, so does the faceless footman work for Pele- for Pellegree? How many? Uh, how many are in the the Children of Havoc? What are your plans next? He'll probably just say, Havoc. assuming that you are going to get out of it. Yeah, he probably would say that to all these questions. Yeah. But ask them, we must. The hope is that when I cast Zone of Truth and detect thoughts, yes, we can try and work around him. What what things he's avoiding, as well as what mm. he's saying. Got it. Belt and braces. 
belt and braces. Is there anything we want to ask um, about Malleus? Mm. Juno shoots uh, Enkidu a look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what is his relationship with to Malleus? It seems from what you've told us from, well, from what your uh, friend in your mm. head told us yesterday. Oh, yeah. And from yeah what did he tell what you? we know oh no he already told me sorry everything <laughs> <laughs> um it feels like it's more of a business connection and that yeah malleus isn't that bothered i would say that's kind of the bottom of our list yeah yeah, yeah. my next question is i think we need to order the importance of the questions in case we run out of time don't I we agreed okay yeah so what's most important to us as a group i think the hench key because yes. that's, the hinge key feels where, most Where important. is the hinge key and what does it do? Are yes. our yes. first two questions, yeah. I think then the next thing might be asking about the connection to the Wingthrops, because I think our two arcane friends are not going to yeah. be pleased if we don't come back well, with something like that. Our arcane friends wanted to know about the hinge key as well. That's yes. true. That's true. Yeah. I feel like if we're talking about the hinge key, we need to talk about tell us what the hinges do before moving on to the Wingthrop connection. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Just keep it in one ballpark. Mm-hmm. It might be easy, especially if you're kind of sifting through his mind, Juno, if you're mm. kind of yeah. in the same. Yeah. I don't know. This is going to be really weird for him because we're all going to be invisible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad it's weird for him. Yeah. He deserves for the shoe to be on the other foot. Yeah, but I wonder if we can use that somehow. This is going to be a whole load of voices. Could I disguise my voice maybe? Yeah. Oh. Whilst oh, we I'm could asking. all do or someone, some, someone, someone else can do the asking. It's me that, that will need to be monitoring his thoughts and the zone of truth, but it probably makes more sense for someone else who's mm. very good at imitating other people. Gaius, that uh, spell you cast, the <laughs> lie, the, 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 the spell you the cast lie, earlier. The lie. You can uh, <laughs> make uh, voices appear from places, can't you, with that particular spell, can't you? Uh, you mean major image? Which spell are you talking about there, bye? Yeah, major major image. You can make. Did you cast a major them. image in the library, guys? That's not what I said. There was a thing. Anyway, um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> I can like make an, an image appear within range, you know, and like you know, it's completely real and the sound smells even temperature and stuff like that um i'm I'm a pretty impressive bot i know uh but yeah uh (laughs) so i guess i could do that you can maybe conjure an accessor yeah or somebody that pellegree might find a comfort to see dane maybe oh yeah i also think the the altering self thing that Juna and me and maybe some other people in the party can do might affect your voice as well, just in case that's useful to bear in mind. I can do an impression of Juna. All right. Do you want some worms and some other things? Oh, let me tell you a story. I could do that. David, was that you just speaking? <laughs> Yara? I mean, I'm losing my voice, but it's not that bad. <laughs> just, you know, like, because obviously I can't change anything magically, but you know, that yeah, impression that was actually quite good. As yeah, a, yeah, sure. As an option. Yeah, it used to make everybody laugh back home, so. I can't imagine uh, why. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> oh, Actually, I don't gasps. think you've ever heard it before. I should. Oh no! I, I, in my head, like everyone was laughing at you doing it, and June was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh no!" 
but that's a false memory. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a memory now. It's canon. <laughs> Are those our questions then? So, yeah. so what we're saying is, do do we want a, vo- a voice that he knows to be asking the questions, or a person that he knows to be asking the questions? Is sort of our last bit of the, yeah. the plan to put in place. I retract my Exissa idea because if Exissa's had him for this long, she might have already asked the questions we we're going to ask him anyway. Mm. So, I think just keep it anonymous. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe we go in anonymous and then we can revise plans if needed. But I like agreed. I. I does anyone want to ask the questions? I think it's going to have to be you, Wayne Junior, if you're zone of truthing and yeah, probing into the. Oh no, maybe no, because you're you are zone of truthing and you're po- probing into the mind. So maybe it does need to be somebody else. How does it work? Do you have to concentrate on any of those? Well, d- detect detect thoughts. I will be probing into his thoughts whilst he's trying to answer. Is basically what Junior will be doing. Mm. Okay, well, if if we don't like my Juno impression, then who else would like to use their voice to ask the questions? I'll ask. Can you do a Juno impression? I doesn't need to. Well, be why do we need Juno? to do a Juno impression? I don't really know how <laughs> to do that? impressions of other people. Really, yeah. <laughs> that's my repertoire's pretty slim. But I don't think intimidation works on someone like him. Um, no, yeah. direct. That's why we have Zone of Truth. And Junus minds probing spell. So we don't have to waste time with trying to break him down. We don't have that time. We don't. So the most important questions are, where is the henge key? What does it do? What do the henges do? What's the your connection with the Winthrops and Exissa? And then if we have bonus time. Faceless footman. Yes. Yeah. How many henges? And just so, that, just so that we all know, zone of truth is like the effect Okay. So it's not like it's not against me. It's just the area of the Great. zone of so truth. So you cast it, and the effect. So I think stays it's up. good for someone else to ask the questions, and Juna can do probing. You'll be concentrating. Yeah. I'll be concentrating. I'm just gonna throw an idea into the mix, just right. in case it becomes important. Um, arcane cells. From what I recall reading at some point, um, uh, have quite frequently got like anti-magic effects to them a book i read said so it's possible we might get into this holding cell and find we can't do any magic and it's also possible that i don't know what effect it would have on the bonbons that we'd eaten and whether it would dispel them it might not because we might not be detectable because we'll have taken the 10 minute bonbon that makes us undetectable, but spells and things might just not work in there. If we're undetectable, can we go through the, through the wall of the cell? Don't know. No. The book didn't mention that. Well, this is the thing about seals from my studies. You can break seals and end their effects. So if it's written or engraved on the surface, if you disrupt the image, you can effectively disrupt the spell. If it was on a seal. On a ceiling or a floor. David. What time is it now? Um, it's Yeah, it's getting close to... You can hear movement in the house as other people are having breakfast and starting to prepare for their day. Uh, prepare for the trip out. It's probably about, yeah, getting close to eight o'clock. Yeah, I think so we, we need to start, start making start more. Leaving. Yeah, yeah, let's head over. But Oren, you raise a very good point. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying that all our magical <laughs> plans might go out the window. And if we have to take him out of there, where do we take him to? And how do we take him out of there? I would... Suggest we take him to Clane and Zerifir, no? There's nowhere else. We can't bring him back here. 
Do we know where Clane and Zeravir live? And we won't be invisible for long as soon as we're detected. I would suggest we might be, in that case, sending them a quick sending or a written note. Do one of us need to take the cart and make sure we're somewhere nearby? Like a getaway driver. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should maybe, yeah. Is, is there a good no, We can all cart? take the cart there, yes. Yeah, we can take the cart over. There was a great cart parking spot when we did our recce. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, you know, there's the cart park. The cart park. <laughs> we'll put it in the cart park. Free parking the for now. Cart yeah. park. You should have seen this parallel park we did with horses. It was exceptional. Like. <laughs> okay, well, let's go get in the cart and discuss any further things that we need to discuss. To the cart. To the cart. To the cart. Orin trips over the alarm wire on his way up. No! <laughs> <laughs> deck save, deck save. That'll be Gwendolyn's yeah, yeah. Uh, one in the room, so she'll take Yeah, you all make your way out, down into the cart. Um, and on the way out, is there any watches or clock mechanisms that I can see that are easily picked for? Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes, we were looking make, for a watch. Well make remembered. investigation check. I'll say with advantage, because everybody... Yeah. Thank you, that was a seven. <gasps> Much better, natural 20. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you then. I'll give it to you. Um, that sort of yeah. You as you step out, sort of Kasuda's just getting ready. You ask her, and she says, uh, like she basically says yes. Goes back into her room, comes back with a small. Um, Your dad does everything, Gwendolyn, with a bloody rose on it, uh, and he doesn't he doesn't fail in this instance. So it's a little <laughs> a little gold pocket watch, like a brass gold copper um, pocket watch. With with the the rose sigil on the front, and and she hands that over to you for to take away. It's a Cassie rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's got to be a better gag than that. <laughs> so yeah, she hands it over so that you yeah you do have a pocket watch between you. Nice. Um. So yeah, you go down, jump onto your car, trip the wire as oh you <laughs> back it out. Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. Um, and make your way across town. Um, Newford Park. There there are a few spots around the edge of Newford Park that people have um like pulled up and tied up horses and there are a couple of, of slightly bigger carts there so it's not an odd thing to leave yours um there's almost like troughs of of, of hay and things already left out for horses oh. for people that are doing this like Gwendolyn is on high alert and she's mm. looking out for anybody who looks like they're following them anything that like is re- they've met the faceless footman a few times now anything that is giving me the vibe and yeah. and Ruana, in tandem with this, is sort of like sniffing alongside the car as they're as they're going, mm. trying to pick this scent up. Nikidu's looking for familiar faces around the park because mm. if we spot someone we know, that's a red flag. There's, I will say that without making checks, you you don't spot anyone that you recognise. But there is one point, even as you're like entering the entrance of the park, um, off of the car. It's, he almost is like a drunkard, like bumps into whoever's at the front of the group, and it's just like, oh, oh, sorry, mate, sorry. Couple hours left though, innit? And then carries on walking past all of you. Um, what can we what? grab? Oh, wait, 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 it's wait, a hex. Yeah. It's a hex guy. Hex guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, you instantly yeah. get that. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's like a small uh, threat, a small reminder, and he's like off into the crowd again. Uh, that's not concerning because he's oh in the park God. where we happen to be going. When did the heck say they were going to start? 12 o'clock. Midday. <laughs> Midday. <laughs> Midday. Yeah. And I say by the time you get to the park, yeah, you're looking at like nine o'clock. It's getting close to time. I like to imagine in the music at this point, David, it's just the ticking of guys' stopwatch yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get a good look at his face? Um, yeah, like he's a, he's got that kind of face that 
it's so generic like he's got that um sort of olivey kind of skin color um sort of hair that's just a, a slightly overgrown but it's not mm. too long and it's it's that brown color that it's like you literally couldn't pick him out of a crowd okay He's the perfect kind of look yeah, for somebody yeah. who just wants to make a point. A kid who can, commits his face to memory so he can cut his head off when he sees him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you all make your way toward uh, sort of the desired hiding spot, as it were. It, like, almost just off the little beaten path. It's like a little outcropping of trees and bushes that you jump behind. That is fully enclosed. Can we see the house from here? Like, can we see the entrance to the house from here? Yeah, I'll say, yeah, the choice of spot was because, yeah, it's a good hiding place, but also it's it's really close. That if you were to take the bonbons here, you're actually not too far away for just running in. Great. Even at this time of the morning, you can see that there is a small crowd of tourists stood at that. Of course there are. Stood at the entrance, already having a nose. Okay. Let's begin. Will they notice us from, you know, if we, we're invisible and we're trying to barge through a crowd... Does it look like we can weave a path through folks? It looks like you might have to push a few people. Oh. I can create a distraction. I was going to oh, cast no, the... No, 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 I was going to no cast a gust of wind. Just a <laughs> small gust of wind. Oh, can we... So we can send Ruana in. I was going to send Ed sort of to the perimeter to keep an eye out for the faceless footman so she mm. can sort of go ahead of us and try and, like, dog through. Oh, can yeah. you make a distract a distraction that will gently distract a crowd? Maybe a, a celebrity or um free money a, a money f- being thrown some I I don't know. Um, um uh, oh gosh, what do the people look like in the crowd? Nothing too distracting because you know that would obviously cause suspicion and yeah, that yeah. would us. Yeah, we wouldn't make anything big and outlandish. No, just distracting enough. Guy elbows him in the ribs. Um, oh gosh I'm going to send a gust of wind Mm -hmm. into the crowd so that someone just kind of falls into someone so there's a little like just just it's not powerful anyway just the Mm -hmm. and maybe just enough that there's a bit more of a tussle between them okay cool are we waiting also to see if Petrogranius or anything one is leaving as well, mm. maybe before we put that destruction oh, yeah, into true. place? Yeah, what's the time on guys? Because they're meant to, the tour what? starts at Yeah, so she should be leaving so the house. She should have left, but I don't know what we can see, David. Um you you can you're welcome to wait. Um, <laughs> what's the time currently? What's the what is the current time? The time currently it's around nine o'clock. It's just after David, I have a watch. What's the exact time? <laughs> Alright, it's seven minutes seven minutes past nine. Oh. And what and what can we see from within the house, within the There's no movement from within the house. Let's go. <laughs> Fist bumps all right. The, the tour doesn't start until nine thirty. So, for example, if they're teleporting or something like that, yeah. she may be staying in her home until exactly 9.30. So we shouldn't try before 9.30. I think if we know the tour starts at 9.30, that's when we begin. Okay. Okay. Juna agrees, but I can see David on Zoom. I know. And it's like, so <laughs> But if the tour starts <sighs> at 9.30, they would already be in place to guard and watch out and prepare for his visits, right? She wouldn't just rock up at the same time as Timon. She'd be there already, right? We don't know what type of person she's like. Yeah. If she's got the magic that can just be, I am there exactly when I need to be, then why would you? Why but would the, you point, the point is, is that we're meant to be non-detectable. So if yeah. we're going in like 15 minutes before she's assumedly on commute, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's fine. You know, like if we're like, it's nine, seven, 
we leave here, we start, we pop the we pop the the, the bonbons in at like 9.15, boom, that's when we go. Is there any kind of like flag or kind of notice to say, you know, like how Buckingham Palace is a half mass <laughs> if the, if, if the, the monarch is residence. in or a sign no. saying, oh, our nothing. Nothing, nothing little, like little, that. Nothing. Little slidey um, And again, from from the look the day before and even the double check the, the, during the night just now, all of the curtains have consistently been closed in the house as well. I'm just saying, if we know exactly the time that the tour starts... And we go in earlier, and we risk her being there. Then what's the point of even being waiting this long yeah. anyway? What's, what's the harm in waiting twenty three minutes now? Oh, twenty two. And unless the faceless footman gets exactly for yeah. us, yeah, has already been. Or maybe they're inside right now because they know every de- well. They know important if they, details if, about if, if, if they you could told get them in past night. Petra before, then they would have done it last night. They yeah. would have. You told done them last it and night. It That's gone. true. That's They've true. They've had eight hours. What's another? What's another twenty minutes? But they, no, no, they're having eight hours and waiting for the opportune moment, which is around this time when the they opportune know. moment is half past nine. The opportune moment is around this time now. Gwendolyn is right. What happens if we get in there and she is it, she is there by the cell? What happens if that happens? Then we can't. Then we only we have ten minutes. It, the time is so precious that if we throw this out of balance, we've completely lost our moment. It already is, though. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm, I'm convinced. I think we wait for the the nine twenty eight moment, and then we go in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Trust, trust, buddy. Come on. We, we talked about trust, this. We trusted you. Trust us. Enkidu, Enkidu, what? Why do you want to go in now? Tell us your reasoning. Yes, Just tell the us fact now. that we had a good plan, and someone else, an opposing force, knows it. So that's already thrown. They don't know the time that we're going in, though. The time. Yeah, the time. Know. They don't know the time. You're right. But they don't know the time. No, no, what I'm asking, Enkidu, is why do you think we should go in now rather than at half past? Just in case someone's already gone in and they're already on high alert. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, David. (laughs) For our listeners, David's just shown us a phone that shows exactly 9.09. (laughs) (laughs) We're We're playing in real time, kids. Yeah, it's in real time, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's only a 20-minute wait now, so it's fine. If they're in... They're already in. Yeah. But Petrogranius is still potentially there. Look, if we see someone walking in through the front door, then fine, let's let's move. But we, we can keep an eye on the front door from here. We don't know they can be invisible, but we know that we can change who they look like. Yeah. So if anyone is wandering in, fine, fair enough. They're on their way in, potentially. But if we don't see that, look, you've got to forge the anvil before you swing the hammer. That's all I'm saying. Mm. All right, if you, you guys all want to wait... I will wait. Thank you. All right. And I will spy any potential tourists that they're leaning <laughs> towards going in. I like to imagine that then the next 18 silence. minutes is complete <laughs> silence oh, yeah. for all of yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Your concentration also, again, attention. on the off chance that this dog is going to pick up some scent, I think, like... Ruan has been set free into the crowd. Where is sort of Aggie? Sniffing around. Do you have so a giant Aggie, goose in the no, bushes? No, no, so with Aggie, oh, she's a great not giant. She's, um, <laughs> she's, she's the size of a teapot. So Orin is... is <laughs> same, is same size of a normal teapot. <laughs> yeah. And he's she's going to go in Orin's bag. So she's just going to be... Okay. She's going to be in his bag, not making any noise, not not doing anything. I'm assuming if she's on my possession, on my in my bag, David, she will... 
count as a she'll count as an object that turns invisible along yeah, with it's a carried item yeah. yeah okay absolutely and for the record Ruana's not coming in with us she's staying outside cool she's being lookout on she's, the outside yeah she's just sort of keep it, keeping having a sniff around to just on the off chance that she can pick something up but yeah I won't be getting Aggie out in there because she will turn visible I assume as soon as she leaves my back so she can mm-hmm. stay in there and that'll be fine yeah how far are the people the, the, the tourists from us if they like if they turn around, would they see like five people? Like five people just qua- <laughs> crashing. Yeah, we're covered, covered by bush, aren't we? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're you're pretty well uh, camouflaged, I'd say. Yeah, you've you've mm. made sure that you are, you cannot be seen. I like to imagine an occasional um, dog that's having a walk in a park, just like wanders into the bush. And is just, <laughs> <I know. laughs> I was wondering if I should risk pass without a trace now, or just leave it and see if we, if we, as long as we stay still, we're not drawing attention to ourselves. But yeah, you're, prob- you're probably about 100 feet from the okay. entrance. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So like, it's a, yeah, unless anybody's specifically looking towards you, they're not going to see you. How long's passed without a trace last? Um, an hour. Might be worth having anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's an hour. I mean, that feels like a handy thing to have when we're sneaking into a house. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. We'll only affect the people close to Enkidu. Yeah, yeah. 30 feet. Well, we're going we're gonna to try and stay we're as gonna close to each other as we can. We're going to try and stay close to each can. other, aren't we? <laughs> yes, that's true, that's true. I'm so nervous about this. Oh my yeah. god! One hour concentration, Dur- during this time, like Gwendolyn, one hour concentration. She, oh, I'm not going to tie myself to somebody. That's silly, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's silly. Is it worth using your magic for that? This is a genuine question because if it is, do it. Uh, to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's just that risk if I have to cast it again. But we have an hour time frame anyway, so yeah. this is the one use is what we'll need. So yeah, I'll. Um, and Coggins' armor's always seemed completely reliable so far. Yeah. For a prototype, Enkidu <laughs> <Kini> twitches, <laughs> um, classes hands together and casts past without a trace with the armor of shadows. Nice. So yeah, there's this like this silvery glow, this rush of uh, smoke, and then the darkness kind of clings in around all of you. <laughs> in broad daylight, <laughs> hidden in our trees, in your trees. Um, it gets to twenty-eight past. We pop the invisibility bonbons. Yeah get closer and we can we can keep like touching each other like we mm. can keep tapping each other so we know where we are yeah. Lauren can see us yeah and guy and i guy and i can can message each other well everyone and- guy is gonna just like tap his feet and do a little bit of a body percussion with his fingers and then he will like bardically inspire enkidu okay Aww. cheers amazing okay let's make sure we have the other ones at the ready yes. mm. and, and get as close as we can and then when Enkidu does the distraction we take our moment yeah I would say pop it pop your second bonbon as near to the gate as you can physically manage we leave the bush yep who's got the who's got the spare bonbons by the way just so we know feel like that's an important bit of information to decide Which I didn't describe when you yeah um, I assume yeah like well, the organisation of handing out the bonbons Sort of, you basically got one in each hand. Yeah. But we've got one spare. Of oh, each. The, uh, the spare. Yeah, one spare of each yeah who was holding onto the? I mean, I'm not going to be handling anything magic, so I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold yeah. On to it. You've, got the, you've got the spares. Okay, she's got them in a very accessible place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As you eat the first one, the invisibility, it um, it tastes like um, almost like bitter strawberry. Mm-hmm. Quite a tart strawberry taste. Um, but then, yeah, each of you eating it, you feel this flavour kind of spread down the back of your throat 
And then almost from the neck downwards, the invisibility spreads down and up at the same time mm. for each of you to, to disappear until it like reaches your fingertips. Can we see ourselves? No, you can't even see Ooh. your own feet. Wow. Wow. Oh, this is really cool. Obviously, you've got the sense of like, I know where my hand is. If I close my eyes, it's that kind of feeling. But if you look down, you're not there. We've only got proprioception is what you're saying. Well, is that what it's called? Yeah. Wow. Well, your awareness of yourself in the space. That's a cool. I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. You've okay. got proprioception. Great word. That's a great word. I do like dropping that word. I learned it last year. (laughs) Um, So you make your way across. And yeah, there is a small crowd there. The the people have been constantly changing as you go. Um, I will also, as after I've had 10 seconds of being, oh, invisibility is cool. I will then pull down my goggles um, and I will attune them to see invisibility. That is yes. so good. That is so nice. good. That is an abracalad move. So, yes. I will then see myself and everyone else. What embarrassing things are everybody doing as you explore your invisible bodies? Gwendolyn is wedging the bonbons down the top of her <laughs> uh, dress. Like, yeah, she's just snuggling it in the cleavage. <laughs> um, uh, and Katie's like, Preparing semantic movements for prestidigitation. Gaius is like pulling up his trousers, bracing himself, and revealing a little bit of male camel toe. <laughs> oh man! Juna's having a nice feel over all of her body parts. What? <laughs> Just checking. Like sort still of feeling there. herself. Yeah. So you sort of see her rub her hands over her, like tit, bum, bits. But yeah, just sort of feeling it. <laughs> Love it. Orrent, this is this is the sight that you're greeted with. It's uh, and because June is old, not... it's all a bit rippling. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen to us all. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. Yeah. So you make your way across, uh, and Kiru lets off this prestidigitation uh, with a gust of wind, sort of catching somebody's skirt yeah. and like pulling them into uh, the the person nearby. Ruana comes like yapping across the front. <laughs> Um, and there's just enough of a commotion in, in the small crowd that's there mm. that all of you, there's a little bit of bumping, but nobody notices as you yes. walk straight through the archway. Oh, God, I want to pickpocket so bad. What, after we've, obviously, we've, we've taken the, the other bomb bomb. Oh, we've taken the bomb bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That happens yeah. in this chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 Oh. Oh. It's going to be such a good next episode. Oh my god. This is. We are so. Goodness me. So fucked. <laughs> no, we're not. We're the best. Honestly, we I. Are I genuinely. So like, good. if we'd got in, gone in there whilst Petra was still in there, what's the point? We got this game. Who's to say that she's not still in there? You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master. Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roll. Anon for now. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.